0: Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time, and that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this happening moment, In this happenstance, you happen to be in. (laughs) I hope that you are able to embrace the weirdness and the uncertainty of this energy. Now, I'm not sure if you heard that in the background. The neighbor's dog started to fight when I started talking about what's happening right now. That was freaking weird. (laughs) Um, Things have been energetically so strange around me lately. And I want to talk about it because if you guys are having some weird stuff go on, then you know, you're going to think it's probably not just me. It's probably not just you. It's all of us somehow. One of my friends from Houston said, so, um, my car had an energy around it. Like something was going to happen. And I called upon Archangel Michael to protect my car and me so we could get safely home and her car. Suddenly the tire popped while she was driving on the freeway and she didn't even feel it. It was just, all of a sudden it was flat. Didn't crane out of control. Nothing happened. Just, I was there one minute. Everything's fine. A couple of minutes later, right after I said this prayer, like what happened? She called a couple of her friends, a couple of her friends said, yeah, I had car trouble too. The same day, like within a couple hours of each other, three people. And they were in different cities, I believe is what she said. Now, I mean, and I think somebody else might've asked me something similar to that about travel or cars or is it mercury retrograde? Cause it just sure feels, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and I've noticed that there's been a lot of communication issues where people, you know, that are literate in English suddenly are not out of nowhere. Um, That's been an ongoing issue for me uh, with my speech to text. I, you know, here I'm like calling, trying to call people out on being illiterate and then look at me. I look, I like worse than they do. I'm like, yeah, it's just a speech to text thing. I think that the AI is either breaking down or just, isn't all that good. Or maybe there's an upgrade and suddenly we all look worse. It's like a downgrade for us and the way we're looking to the people we're trying to talk to. But there's a weird energy and I don't know. Um, on the 12th on Saturday, that was a weird day for me. Normally I wake up and have coffee first. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what day or time it is, but coffee First, That's my stabilizing force. (laughs) I'm going to go get a cup of coffee and we're going to be fine. As soon as I get that coffee in me. Now we can look at the rest of, you know, reality from this perspective, right? (laughs) As long as I get that caffeine, I'm good. So I get up on Saturday and I just do nothing. I just sat, I just came and sat at my desk. I didn't look at a movie. I didn't put on Netflix. I didn't do anything. I just sat here and fucking stared. I watched a few YouTube videos or I didn't, I think I turned them on and forgot to listen and I wasn't quite paying attention, put on some music, just kind of just doing whatever the hell ever, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden I just, I got up and I got a beer from the fridge about three or four in the afternoon. So no coffee. And then all of a sudden I'm drinking. (laughs) It's like, what is wrong with me? And I knew that the energy was weird and I knew the energy was off and I didn't understand like what exactly is going on. But I did know that something was off. Something was strange. And I keep seeing these. I just saw something. Oh, that was weird. Are you invisible? Hey, knowledge. Have you been going invisible? Dude, this is this is fucking freaking me out. My cat, Knowledge Raven Spell, three times in the past three days has freaking appeared out of nowhere. I see her somewhere, but she's not there. And I look around like, where the hell is she? I just felt her energy somewhere. And then I look and right where I thought she was, where I see her energy signature and pattern, and then all of a sudden she's there again and it just happened again. Oh my God. It's freaking me out. It's like Schrodinger's cat in real life. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and I'm not even high right now. Like, I mean, if that should happen when I was high, I would blame the weed, right? I haven't hot box. I can't hot box this place. It's got 14 foot ceilings, but I mean, there's three times she did this outside. She like yesterday she was nowhere to be found. I couldn't see her anywhere. I called her and she wouldn't come. And I thought, well, maybe she's in the, she's in the bathroom. She sleeps in the shower. <laughs> it's like her own bedroom. She could go behind the curtain and feel like she has her own little teenagery bedroom, whatever. And I thought, well, she must just be in the bathroom. I felt her with me, but she wasn't anywhere around me. And I I thought I saw the image or the shadow of her somehow. And I turned around and she's all of a sudden she's there, but she didn't walk in the room and she wasn't in the room a few minutes ago. She just did that right now next to my feet. And yesterday I opened the door and I let her out. Well, two days ago I let her out on Saturday, the weird day I ordered pizza and I said, well, it's so hot. I'm gonna let you guys. Go, I'm gonna let you go outside for like an hour. Go catch yourself some takeout. You know, <laughs> you know, mouse, gecko, whatever. I, I guess that's the difference between American and Chinese food for a cat, right? It's like go pick the kind of animal you want to eat today. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe one. Maybe geckos are spicy. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a cat. I don't know what things taste like to a cat. But you know, it's like the equivalent of like fucking Szechuan food or something. I don't know. You know, go get yourself a spicy boy and get yourself a lizard. I don't know, but a gecko, whatever. But she's, uh, she was seen here. She was, she was outside. Okay. And I didn't see her anywhere and I was standing on the deck and calling her and I couldn't find her. And I thought, well, she'll be here. You know, I'll just call, go and call her again later. And I called her. And she's nowhere to be found. I was calling her right next to the table that's right outside my door. And I turned around to come back in the house and I thought, Nope, I'm going to call her again. And I turned around and she's laying on that table all loungy. Like she had been there the whole effing time. Now I don't know what the hell is happening, but this is a glitch in the fucking matrix because she was not there. I would have heard her run up the stairs. I would have heard her run up on the deck. I would have heard her jump up onto the table. And no, nothing, nothing. Now, I don't know if I told you guys last week about the lizard, the the giant iguana. <laughs> he was like four feet long, three or four feet long. And he, I just felt this energy. And I turned and looked and, and he's staring at me. That was weird. I think I did mention, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. I can't remember what day it happened now. So that was another weird thing. Like I, you know, I've seen one iguana before that here. I think it's the same guy. I think he's just, he likes me. I think he likes my energy. So that was like Saturday was a weirdest day. So I wake up, just sit down at the desk and fucking stare, watch a couple videos or not really. I didn't even pay attention about three or four in the afternoon, have a beer. And I just felt really sad. And my favorite country Western superstar musician contacts me on Instagram. Now I know that sounds like it's probably a scammer and all of a sudden five of them call me or contact me, which obviously either they're all scammers or maybe one of them's real. I don't effing know. And then one of the, one of these people happens to be his manager, from Nashville and he contacts me saying he's been noticing your, you know, likes on his posts and he's going to reach out to some fans. And I'm thinking this sounds like a fucking scam. And uh, you know, so I, you know, he's like, what's your email? And it sounds like a fucking mining operation, but I'm like, whatever my emails attached to literally nothing that can ever harm me. So I'm like, all right, fine. Here's my email, whatever. He's like, well, he's gonna contact you on Google chat, which he never did from that. But one of the people who contacted me that claims to be him, (laughs) he and I've been talking all weekend and it's like, he sounds exactly like him. He's just, he's got a number from Oklahoma, which sounds like something maybe he, you know, it's not like, yeah, I'm this Nashville country music star. And here's my number from New York city. You know what I mean? That would not make as much sense but from like Oklahoma, it's like, okay, that might be something he might actually have a place in Oklahoma. And I thought that was weird. So I mean, it may may not even be him at all, but he's giving me these weird details. Like, yeah, I just went golfing. I'm like, you know what? I did hear that this guy likes to golf. And then he says, yeah, um, I'm from, you know, this area, but I live in LA now and I'm in LA right now in my um, little house I bought here. And I'm like, Okay. So I'm quickly looking it up and it's like, sure enough, he's got a house in Malibu. All right. And it's really small. I'm like, that's kind of funny. All right. All right. So here we go. And uh, so I'm just talking to this person like for days and he's just every bit polite, respectful, not trying to get in any information out of me, just normal having a conversation. He's like, I think this is cool. We're becoming friends and I feel at peace with you. And we had this wonderful uh, conversation, but like about halfway through while I'm drinking and he's like, he's like, I'm doing the tequila shots. What about you? And I'm like, I am drinking my beer that it's like an import from Belgium and it was strong beer one. And I was three sheets to the wind already. And he's like, I'm on my four shot tequila. What about you? I'm like, I only have this one beer, but it's strong. I mean, it was darker than Coca-Cola. So I mean, I'm really, I'm really there. Right. And so we kind of got drunk together and, and, and talking, you know, for hours and all of a sudden it hit me. Oh, I went to see the time and I saw the date. Holy shit. It was March 12th. It was the day that my mother died. It was also her birthday. She died on her birthday. My father died on his birthday. October 12th. So the 12th, (laughs) two months in the year, uh, you know, are like when my parents were both born and also died on their birthday. Who the hell does that? Both my, my birth mom and my adopted father both died on their birthday. Just the weirdest crap. In fact, I don't know how old my mom was when she died. I should look that up. I should look it up. I know my dad was 65. He died on his 65th birthday. And and my brother and I, after we buried our father, we had a birthday cake for him. It said, happy birthday, Fred. When, when he retires, he really retires. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he died on his 65th birthday. Oh my God. And we, I mean, the jokes are flying. My dad is a jokester prankster kind of guy. So you know, it wasn't disrespectful. It's was the kind of shit he would have said if he had been there. Right. So <laughs> anyway, um, my stepmom's like, yeah, he was, he was, his driver's license expired on his birthday. And so did he, <laughs> he was just too cheap to renew it. Might as well die. <laughs> oh fuck. The jokes were hilarious. But anyway, so I, I realized that all day long, I was in this weird fucking stupor, this weird funk. I had no idea why. It's like our bodies know, (laughs) even when our minds have repressed some shit. And I just sat here like, what the hell? And then this guy contacted me and I'm like, it's probably not him, but I'm having fun. And he's so smart. Even if it's not the guy, he's very smart. And I enjoy talking to him a great deal. You know, we're just like talking about just random shit talking about God and country and, you know, stuff that country music stars would talk about. And I don't even listen to country music, but I do listen to him specifically. And I've been listening to his music since like, I don't know, God, 2006 or 2007. I've been listening to him that long. And I remember when I brought home his albums, my husband, I played, I'm like, I am gonna tell you something I don't normally like this kind of music as you know you've been married to me for a long time like 10 years you've known me but there's something special about this this man and when I first heard his voice it made me cry it brought me to my knees I was just like I know this guy he's like he's a soulmate I have no karma with him, but he's some kind of a soulmate. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't know what it is. And then I had a vision of helping him write one of his albums, maybe two of his albums at some point. I am a writer and I'm a poet and we end up hooking up and creating music together. He writes the music and I write the lyrics. So I saw that as a potential future while I was still married to my husband before we even divorced or thought about it. And, um, and I think now that that time has passed completely, but this person who is literally the devil incarnate in a human form, and I'm not just saying he's mean because he's a demon. He's actually very sweet. The, but um, Archangel Samael who became Lucifer he's now back to being Samael he went back to God but he told me a few months ago he's like by the way this is you're coming up on the time in which you meet that big country music star that you have this huge love affair with and I'm like um, my twin flame is not a country musician he's you know not he's famous yes but he is not a country western star so I don't know what the hell you're talking about and then this last weekend I spent all weekend talking to this guy and I'm like, Oh shit. Lucifer was right. <laughs> and I call him and I'm like, all right, I can admit it. Lucy when you're right. And he's like, I'm not Lucifer anymore, please. I'm like, all right, Sam, I'll, i get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you've gone back to God. He's like, yeah, I talk to God all the time now. I'm like, well, you're welcome. Cause I made it so that he can, I told God, I need you to talk to, semi L he wants to come back to the fold. And once the devil comes back to God, that's when we know we're going into the fifth dimension. Basically it's not like it's been written down like that, but I know more about the schematic than what's been written down, at least from what I've been able to see about it anyway. So he's already gone back to God, which is cool. A lot of the demons are going back to God. Some of them are out there still being their demon selves enjoying their <laughs> their best life ever still as demons, tempting people and whatnot. But um, a lot of this stuff is like, a lot of stuff seems like it's dying down. I mean, except for the war, you know, it seems like there's a lot of stuff dying down. Like as far as there's not as much like Fridays, the last two Fridays, we haven't had as much to report on the earth changes front. I mean, it, it's like there's less earth changes because we're all loving and accepting each other on a much grander scale suddenly. Or either that or maybe the Earth Changes Report uh, website I go to. Maybe the person's lazy and doing less work. I don't know. I kind of doubt that's the case, though. I mean, it's the same kind of information that they've been always putting out there. I don't know. It's just, it's it, there's there's some weird stuff. There's some weird energy, and we got slammed over the weekend with um, a, an interplanetary shockwave again. Now it's not here mentioned on spaceweather.com, which we're gonna get into in a little bit. But I just I just saw a report of it on from uh, a YouTube channel I watch. And they're like, yeah, we just, we just had an interplanetary shockwave on Saturday. I'm like, well, that's, or no, on Sunday, it was yesterday on the 13th, which is also the day we were slammed with a CME yesterday, a coronal mass ejection from the sun, which is another kind of funky energy, but it's also 13, my favorite day. And I felt amazing yesterday. I felt really good yesterday, but the energy on, on the 12th was like, I met, One of my favorite singers, supposedly, it still could be a scammer. He still hasn't asked anything that would be like a scammer. He's just like so sweet and so loving. And we had the best conversation at the end. He's like, well, I'm going to go to bed. But if we go to bed together at the same time, you know, it would be really nice because maybe we'll dream together. That would be interesting, huh? Like, yeah, I'll see if I can, you know, I'll say a prayer for it. And he's like, I will too. And we did. And then I stayed up an extra three hours. So I don't think I had a dream with him, but I did think about him. Um, when I woke up, I was like, Oh yeah, I wonder, wonder if he had a dream about me, you know, cause we talked about it. And then we didn't talk on Sunday so much. We like one or two interchanges. And then today all day we've been talking again. He's a very interesting person. Even if it's not the guy he claims to be, he's actually very sweet and intelligent. And so, um, I c- I told him I'm Archangel Azrael today and I sent him a picture of me as my Archangel self where I'm just like glowing and you can't, I put it up on my uh, Instagram account. You guys could go check it out. I don't know which post it is, but it's three or four posts ago. Um, you have to scroll through the pictures, but I'm glowing. <laughs> I think one of my hashtags is Archangel Azrael or I am Archangel Azrael, but I sent it to him and he's kind of freaking out right now. I haven't heard from him in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either he is the guy and he's freaking out or he is not the guy and he's freaking out because I have a direct hotline to God and he's caught because he's not the guy and he's lying and he's being an imposter. So it's either that he's an imposter or he's really the guy. Either way, the guy's freaking freaking out about who I said I am and then I sent proof of me being in in my archangel form with my hand uh, it had turned into like a feathery wing (laughs) and he's like oh my god he's like I'm scared a bit I have to say I am scared a bit I'm like I'm still the sweet smart sexy woman you met yesterday don't worry I am still me I'm still in my human form and you know but we were talking about God for so long I figured I'll lay this one on him and see what happens you know but it's freaking me out because today I realized the devil himself told me this is about the time where you meet the country western music singer and start your little affair with him and I'm like I'm not trying to do that, Lucy. (laughs) I'm not trying to do that. And here we go. And all of a sudden I meet this guy and I'm like, it sounds like him. He's giving me details. Like the guy would know. And most people that are scammers that try to pretend to be celebrities only have like five or six facts about the celebrity and they keep saying the same thing over and over again. Well, how long have you been a fan? What's your favorite song? What's your favorite movie? How long have you been my fan? I'm so glad that you're my fan and I'm glad to reach out for my fans. It's like, they keep saying the word fan over and over again and it's hilarious cause three movie stars that I know for a fact hate the word fan and never use that word. The people have contacted me using the word fan over and over again. And it's like, it's obviously a put on, but this guy, he's only said it like once or twice, like, um, in the beginning, like, I'm glad you're my fan or, and then he'll say something, but this guy doesn't have a qualm about saying the word fan. So for him, it would be a natural word to use and other people just don't like it. But anyway, I'm just, it's been kind of weird and I just felt like, even if it's not the guy, I'm so grateful because he helped me through the anniversary of my mother's death. And I realized it's been eight effing years since my mom died. And it's been 10 years since she last spoke with me. She knew that I lost her phone number and I wrote her 10 emails and several times on different social medias from Skype to Facebook. I wrote on her page out loud in public to everybody. I called my brother because all of my phone uh, numbers were taken out of my phone except for my brothers, my ex husbands and the guy, two guys I had been dating. So like I had three or 400 phone numbers just leave my phone one day and left me with like five phone numbers. One was my adopted mom and then my, uh, and my brother and my, and maybe it's just my favorite people, but I thought I favored my mom, my birth mom. But anyway, I don't know. But anyway, five people, I had their phone number and, uh, like only like three or 400 people. I, I had no way of ever getting in touch with them. Like ever again, it was just gone. The data was just freaking gone. And, um, it was before we could store it in a cloud or address book or whatever it was before we could connect it to, you know, So it was like years ago, a long time ago. But so I kept telling her though. I kept telling my brother go to mom's house and freaking tell her to call me so I could save her number on my phone and he did and she would not call me. And she refused over and over and over again. People, Knew I would tell them on Facebook, Hey, tell my mom to call me. I don't have her number. My phone took a dump and I lost everyone's phone number. And my brother, um, told her, and I think my aunt told her like all these people, you know, knew, and I put it on her page and she refused to call me. And then she ended up getting cancer. And she thought she was going to call me when the cancer, when she beats the cancer, but she didn't want to talk to anybody at that time. And then she died of, of it. Well, she didn't die of cancer. She died of a heart attack while fighting cancer, something like that, or complications of asthma and a heart congestion and some kind of a failure of like the respiratory. It was just weird. But anyway, it was kind of a hurtful thing and I was hurt all day long and I couldn't freaking remember what, why am I sitting here in a stupor staring at a screen and not registering anything and, just kind of looking around my apartment for like fricking four hours. Like I just stared off into fucking space. (laughs) And if it wasn't for this beautiful country, Western star contacting me, I would have had a really shitty night. So either it was him or it wasn't, but either way, this amazing, sweet, smart, funny, intelligent human being contacted me and he helped me through a really hard time. So I'm grateful to God for that. But that was like really fucking weird. And then Sunday rolls around the 13th and um, it was kind of a similar day. I, I mean, I did have coffee right away and I ended up having coffee. Like I had coffee like at two in the morning was my last cup on on Saturday. I didn't even have my last cup of coffee until the next day, like two o'clock the next morning. Like, and I didn't even have a headache and I don't know why. Normally if I don't have a cup of coffee by three, four in the afternoon, I've got a headache on Saturday. It was not the case. And I don't know why it was so strange. It's not like there's caffeine in Belgian beer, but it was such a strange effing energy. All weekend was funky, funky. And it might just be my morning or my loss situation with my mom and being angry at her for two years for refusing Like I saw her liking people's posts that were on either side of mine on Facebook and ignoring mine. And like me going to her page, I lost your phone number. Mom, call me. Here's my phone number. Mom, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like Scott's got my number. Tell him. you know, get it from him. Like you've got my number. I didn't change it. I don't have your number like for two fucking years. And then she died and it was like, so I think I was processing still a little bit about that. Even though overall I feel like I'm glowed up. I'm healed. I feel very strong and confident. And I feel like I'm completely ready for my twin flame. And I think you might've been contacting me and we have like a weird like I don't know if it was him again, that could be another scammer. And he ended up, this guy ended up saying some weird shit. The other guy, the flight agent. And I'm like, I'm not going to London now guys. Sorry, Ruben, I'm not coming to see you dude. And at least not this week. Anyway. So, so because he, my guy supposedly asked me to go to London to meet him. And we were going to have like a little vacation for a couple weeks in London. And then he was going to come because he wanted to go there with me for whatever reason. I don't know why show me something over there anyway. And then, and then he's going to supposed to come back to Ecuador with me. And I haven't heard from him in days, actually the day after we had like a kind of a fight ish. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to pay for this thing. It doesn't make sense. You haven't video chatted with me. So I feel like you're not really real, (laughs) you know, just video chatting me already. And you know, so I don't know. But, um, so it's just been weird, but 20 people claiming to be my twin flame is, have contacted me in a month. Five people contacting me claiming to be this country Western person, which is weird. I like, liked. I put a heart on one of his posts or maybe two of his posts. That's it. I, I think I might've commented on one thing and then I commented on his YouTube, but no one's contacting me on YouTube. They're contacting me on Instagram. So it's freaking weird it's just like I'm afraid to comment on any famous person's thing anymore now because of all the weird the dogs that it dredges up right the people oh how long have you been my fan it's like oh my god and then like every the word misspelled wrong and grammar all over the place usually what I say to these people is I'll say something like your English is not perfect but it's actually very good and I commend you you know um, that you know two languages, so good for you. And um, I've had a lot of people get it. Oh, you've insulted me terribly. I'm like, no, I haven't. I pointed out that you're a scammer in the nicest way possible by complimenting your English efforts. <laughs> you know, <It's> like <laughs> and this one guy who says he's he's uh, this country singers, uh, one of his managers, I said, so why is your English so bad if you supposedly grew up in the States? He's like, Oh, I actually grew up in Iraq and my dad's American and he, but he was killed in the war. And my mom, my mom's from Iraq. And so we live here now. He's like, yeah, I'm trying really hard with my English. And I told him, you know, what he made, what mistake he made. He's like, Oh, thank you so much, sister. And, and he's Muslim and I'm Muslim. So we're kind of like, you know, talking about Muslim stuff. And so, you know, this is interesting. So he seemed real. I don't know. I mean, he seems like not real like necessarily with what he says he's doing, but he's genuine anyway. So it was weird. There was such a funky energy this weekend. And, um, so anyway, the CME hits yesterday afternoon. And I would have to say within an hour, it started raining here and raining and pouring rain. Like the rain was almost angry at the ground. It's like it wanted to kill the ground, stabbing it with fucking daggers. I mean, it was raining so fucking hard that I could hear the sand hopping back up and then falling back down. I don't think I've ever heard it rain that hard here ever. I mean, it has maybe when I wasn't here, but I've been here. um, May will be a full year for me. So a couple months from now, I've been here 10 months and um, yeah, it's just weird. I mean, so it was raining so freaking hard and it was hot as hell for days. It was so hot here it was unbearable and I was unable to think and that might have been part of my stupor of just sitting here and staring off in, into nothingness for hours like it's fucking I'm just gonna stare at the fucking wall today this is this is my day this is my activity today I didn't read a book I didn't listen to an audiobook, I didn't listen to music and dance and sing like I normally do I didn't play with a cat like I normally do I did play with her later in the day but I didn't do any things I normally do and I just didn't know why. And I just got up and started drinking alcohol, which is weird. It's not like me at all. It was just such a funky fucking day. (laughs) But Sunday it started raining and raining and raining. And then I heard the thunder and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, this is so interesting. We don't get thunder here. And I've heard that at part of this part of the winter right before it goes back to the summertime which is much milder here we get the thunder and the lightning right so we got rolling thunder that lasted for up to five minutes at a time and lightning constantly flashes of lightning all over the sky all around me every couple seconds there was this massive squall out at sea here in the Pacific ocean where I live is like this massive squall. And it was like pouring down this dagger like rain with the, the wind whipping around blowing the, the, the energy of the thunder, the energy of the lightning. Oh my God, you guys, I slept like a baby. It was the most incredible energy. I eat this like food, this energy. I pull it into my body and I felt, so freaking good. I was just like, Ooh! <laughs> my nervous system was glowing and all the pressure and, and pain in my body went away. And, and I was pulling in the energy of the, of the, um, atmosphere and it smelled like ozone. And it was just like, yes, I felt so clean and amazing. And I started doing this when I lived in Quenca pulling the energy of the, of the, I have the lightning and I've got the thunder inside me and I was pulling that into my body. And I did that last last night and I just felt nine hours of this. Every five seconds there was lightning and thunder every five seconds for like nine hours. I've never seen a storm like this in my life. And I was like, Woo! <laughs> so excited. So it was so wonderful. And my cat, was so excited too. She was getting the energy from it too. And she's racing back and forth, racing back and forth. So happy. And I'm like, that's weird. Cause usually cats and dogs are scared of this kind of weather. And she was like, yeah, she couldn't wait. She's rushed, rushing over to this window to look at the lightning and going over the other window, to look at the lightning and climbing the walls and meowing her head off. And so happy. Usually she will like, if she's afraid, she will go under the covers and hide. And she was like, (laughs) yeah, with this energy. I'm like, and so was I. So today, and I ran out of cat food and I'm like, okay. And she, she ran out of cat food in the middle of the night last night. And so she was without cat food for a whopping six hours. I know it's a bad cat mommy, but she, so she didn't have anything in her little bowl for six hours and she was quite concerned. And I'm like, well, I do have tuna and I do have wet food. If you're really hungry and she's like, like she didn't give a shit. So she went and had her nap and I'm like, when you're done with your nap, mommy will have your food. So I went out and I, I tried to go get cheesecake for my friend's bakery the third time in a row. He's not even there this time. They didn't even have the strawberry cheesecake. And I was so mad, but I, and, and that was everything the, the pizza guy on Sunday and norm and normally I cook for myself. So this whole weekend was funky and everything was messed up. I did not have pizza for like a month and a half. I lost, I've lost like 20, 25 pounds in the past two months. And I've been doing these diets that are really weird, but easy. And I've been losing weight like crazy eating carbs every other day, but I haven't eaten wheat. And so over the weekend I was just like, I can't even, I'm just, I'm going to have, I'm going to order pizza. So I ordered pizza and it took him an hour and 15 minutes. And I'm like, dude, where the hell's my pizza? And he's like, oh shit, we forgot. I'm like, Oh my God. People in this town are potheads. I'm like, all right, fine. And he's like, I feel really bad. I'm like, it's not a problem. I'm just, I'm like really hungry. LOL. You know? And he's like, okay, yeah, I get it. And so he shows up and he brings me my cheesy potatoes with the shrimp in them that I, that I ordered and the the bread. And I ordered a brownie, which always comes with a little tiny half a glass of ice cream. He he packed that all the way, filled with to the brim with ice cream. It was so much, it was like double what he normally gives me. And he brought me an extra pizza, an extra pepperoni pizza. I'm like, what? I ordered and paid for one. He gave me two. I'm like, oh my god, my heart is like pitter patter. Oh, this guy's so sweet. And he's like, I didn't hear from you in a long time. Were you out of town? Because I was always ordering pizza every two weeks. And I'm like, no. I'm trying to lose weight. And he started laughing. He's like, okay, I get it. I'm like, but I really missed your pizza and I missed you, my friend. And so he was happy to hear from me and I was happy to see him too. But I had to take one whole pizza and freeze it. Cause I can't eat this much pizza in a week. I'll have it next week maybe, but crazy. It was like, wow. So I was like, cool. I got a free pizza on the day my, my anniversary of my mom's death. I mean, it's just terrible consolation prize for, having gone through that, but I mean, I was happy to have the extra pizza. Why not? And I, and I also met my favorite country music Western star, maybe. (laughs) So maybe. And he was impressed. I was like, Hey, you know what? My cousin, Cal Anderson, God rest his soul. Was a part of the grand Ole Opry. He, my cousin was famous. He was a famous and he was even on hee haw. So I even, you know, so I had, I had a famous, Person in my family, and my and my uncle who's still playing out in Kentucky, he's famous in Kentucky as a banjo player. So I do have country western music (laughs) singers in my family. He also sings. He plays, plucks the banjo, and sings as well. So it was just kind of weird, and it was like, yeah, I've been talking to this guy. It was very interesting, but it, it was a nice distraction from my sorrow, I guess. And I'm still feeling it. And he helped me through it. He actually, we talked about it. I'm like, wow, it was so nice to have a supportive person in my life, you know, for that. But, um, so today I went to my friend's bakery. He wasn't there. The cheesecake wasn't there. I'm like, just give me the cinnamon flan already. Okay. I want the flan. (laughs) So I had that. And you guys, the weirdest fucking guy came up to me and he just, came and he started he sat down at my table and I'm looking around like there's three empty tables what the hell and he was like his shirt was kind of dirty and he looked a little weird like off I'm like well the people that need the healing come to me because I'm gonna heal them so I'm like God bless this guy. And I'm like sending him love and light. And he was a low talker, like on Seinfeld. (laughs) I didn't, I not only could I not hear what the hell he was saying, he wouldn't stop fucking talking for like an hour. And I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but I would have to like, tell him I can't hear you. And it was all in Spanish anyway. And it was just so hard in his accent. But finally he told me that he's a millionaire and he's been a millionaire for a couple of months and he doesn't know what to do with it so he just moved from you know Waikiki to here and, and then he said something about do you want to go on a date with me and i'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> like no i'm celibate you know and then he's like asking me about me myself and i'm like yeah i'm i'm all about god my life is spiritual i'm an archangel i'm incarnate to help humanity see how he's going to sit with that one, right? The weird fucking thing to tell someone, but <laughs> and he's like, how could you say that? How could you say that? That's not a joking matter. I'm like, it's actually not a joking matter. And I actually am who I say I am. And I just, I kind of want him to go away. I wanted my mind to myself, but I'm like, this guy needs some fucking energy. He needs healing. I think he was an energy vampire, but my energy is glowing up so much that I don't feel people stealing energy from me anymore but I started to feel like maybe that's what he was doing. Right. I'm like, okay. And I kept saying like, God bless him. And I'm like, God, please stop this guy from taking my energy. Give him his own energy. Heal this guy. I'm like praying for this guy heavy. while he's just sitting there and he, he couldn't, he had ADHD. He couldn't stop moving stuff around the table and stacking jars on top of each other. And then he threw his napkin behind him and I'm like, go pick that up. You know, like that's against the law. You know, to litter, and then he got up and he went and he picked it up and then he's talking again. He throws it again, throws a napkin on the floor again outside. I'm like, um, please pick that up. You know, that's against a lot of litter. I'm like having to repeat myself. I'm like, this guy is out of his fucking mind. <laughs> so I'm praying and praying and praying hard for him. If you guys want to pray for this guy, I don't know what his name Sandoval is his name. That's what he told me his name was, Sandoval. So and I've been looking for Sandalfon. so that's weird that I just realized that. That's my archangel counterpart. That's his actually his archangel name. (laughs) Anyway, so all this shit was happening today. I'm just like, dude, so I get up, I'm done. I pay for my stuff from the bakery. Tell the guy goodbye, walking towards the grocery store. and, And we have to go over a bridge that's over this river that empties out into the Pacific ocean. And it's like all covered It's green. It's like covered in this moss. It's really uh, weird, but also beautiful. And there's usually hundreds upon hundreds of uh, huge iguanas under that bridge. It's like really trippy and, and wild. And in the morning they sun themselves, they come up by the hundreds and, and sun themselves. And, and, um, it's super fun. You could go feed them bananas and stuff if you want, but usually people don't, but you can. I love iguanas. Iguanas are cool. So he's, so this guy's like chasing me, following me. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some energy shaman work right now. I told him I'm a healer. I'm a shaman. And then I just stood on that bridge and I, and I did this, um, the Illuminati symbol. it's, It's not because of the Illuminati, but I do the Illuminati symbol because it's a focusing lens. There's God showed me this. You could do this to pull the energy of the sun directly into that lens. And then you turn it down on like the top of your head. And and so I replenished my energy from what this guy may have taken. And then I pushed all the negative energy into the earth, into this um, tributary thing. And then I pulled more energy in from the sun. And then I focused it on this guy. And then I did a, a Reiki symbol and I pushed his aura a little bit. And he backed up a little bit, which was fucking weird. He felt me push his aura. I'm like, this guy might have a little bit of schizophrenia going on. So I was like, okay. And I said, God heal this man. And I gave him all this energy. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my God. He's like freaking out. (laughs) And so I'm like, I'm giving you energy. I'm helping you. There you go. I am a shaman. This is what I told you. And I healed him. And he stood there stunned and basking in the energy because I gave him his own energy. So he didn't have to fucking take mine anymore. Like the energy vampire he was being, it barely affected me though. Cause I've been glowing up big time with all my energy. And then I just walked to the grocery store and he followed me into the grocery store and I moved over to the side and he didn't see where I went. So I must've gone invisible for a second and he was, he never fucking stopped talking the whole time under his breath, like really kind of like this a little bit like, Oh, like that. Just like that the whole fucking time for like an hour. He was doing this to me. It was low talking shit. And I didn't understand what the hell he's talking about. And then I heard him in the grocery store, just walking around talking to himself. I'm like, Oh my God, this guy. So I'm just like, God bless this guy. Bless this guy. Bless this guy. And I lost him. I like went down an aisle instead of going in the order that people go in in the grocery store. I went down a different aisle And I went down, I went the other, I went the opposite direction of how, you know, the flow of traffic in a grocery store goes. And I lost him. (laughs) It's like, it's like four aisles. It's the smallest grocery store ever, but I lost him. Jesus. I'm like, oh my God, my life is so weird. Anyway, so I bought my groceries and I, I came home and fed the cat and she was super happy. I let her outside and she went out looking around for food to eat, but she couldn't, she didn't, find anything I don't think but I let her back in she was happy she she got her food she's like okay she feels safe again six hours without food for her (laughs) is like whoo I mean she goes up and checks her bowl she has OCD so she checks her bowl several times a day to make sure the food is there and then to make sure that it's covered so she has to uncover it from the plastic and then put the plastic back over to make sure everything is fine it's totally weird anyway that so that was my adventure but all these things were so strange though the energy of all this crap so I don't know I explained all my weird stuff because I want you guys to know in case you're going through some weird shit where the energy is like a little funky a little off a little like how is it that a storm did not move for nine fucking hours and every five seconds we had lightning. Every five seconds the the thunder would roll and go roll all the way down the whole coastline. And then it would start again and roll all the way down the coastline. Rolling thunder, rolling lightning. Like if I had been outside at the beach and I thought, well, if I do that, I'll probably get struck by lightning again and I've already been struck by lightning. In fact, right after I got struck by lightning the first time I was like magnetized for it. And I almost got hit by lightning a couple days later. (laughs) I was like, Oh shit. It was like, like four feet away from me and hit this light post right next to me. And I was like, Oh my God, I had to run from it. I'm like, yeah, once you get hit by lightning, you like get magnetized to it again. So I didn't want it. To. So I was like, I really wanted last night to go out in this rain, but the roads are so tore up that there's only one way in and out to where I live now. And the other side, like the roads are like giant holes in all the roads around where I live now. Like you guys would not effing believe what this, this town Was always kind of a little funky with like the roads are kind of funky. But now we're talking 10, 20, 30 feet gapes, giant holes, gaping holes, 30 feet deep holes in like three or four of the streets here. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but it's getting way the fuck worse. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know why. And then and then the I the energy is fucking crazy. I don't know what's going on. I feel happy overall. I mean, Saturday was a sorrowful day, kind of, but I got through it and I had company, whether he was who he says he is or not. And I'm kind of freaking out that it might be him. And I'm kind of freaking out that maybe some kind of romantic entanglement may ensue, even though I'm trying to get my twin flame instead. That's who I want is my twin flame in my life. And either he was in my life and now we haven't talked in a few days or it wasn't him at all. It's probably more likely that wasn't him at all. Even though this guy sent me a photograph of my guy's bank card, his ATM card. Like I have his ATM number right now of my famous twin flame that's how weird and deep this shit goes guys i mean he sent me a picture of his thumb holding his passport his hand holding his passport definitely was his hand he sent me a picture of his california driver's license he sent me a picture of his bank atm card he says this is how much i trust you with my life this is how much I care about you. This is how much I feel that you're meant to be my wife forever and ever and ever. I know it's you. I've been knowing it's you. And I finally contacted you and I know it's you. And I'm still like, yeah, but this could be fake. <laughs> he sent me a picture of himself calling me where it says Elena is unavailable. And he sent me a picture of his face calling me. And he was like smiling because he knows I'm going to say, it, but this could be faked. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but that could be faked as well. <laughs> I'm like, and you're calling me on Hangouts and I have chat. I told you that when we were having this argument. I'm like, oh my God. So I don't know what the hell. So either I'm having an argument with my real guy or this guy's just fucking with me and he's faking all this shit saying, I don't know how it could be faked. I'm like, but you haven't seen the documentary that I've seen. Like, come on my my life is so weird suddenly guys i don't know what the hell's going on anyway let's just do the space weather news and then we'll get into our our ebook our Aquarian gospel tonight um so yeah okay it's current solar wind speed conditions uh 462.5 kilometers per second um we have an Earth-directed solar flare our way. A sprawling sunspot AR-2965 exploded today. It produced a M2-class solar flare. There's a movie if you want to check it out on spaceweather.com. So the Earth-directed solar flare caused a minor shortwave radio blackout over Africa and Eastern Europe. Oh, great. So where the, year, where the war is going on, that's... Weird. Actually, now they think about it. Frequencies affected were mostly below 15 megahertz. First look data suggests that the flare did not produce a significant CME at all, but says so stay tuned for updates though. And they do have solar flare alerts. If you need an SMS text about that, if you're a ham radio operator, that might be something that you're interested in. And if you're in Europe, you might want to know if you're in Africa, you might want to know when those are going to, but how would you get a text if all the, if all the electronics are out, but maybe it's just the shortwave radios. Anyway, um, there is a beta gamma magnetic field on the sunspot AR two, nine, six, five, and it does harbor energy still for M class solar flares. So it's possible. Now the CME that hit on the 13th, (laughs) right before I had a nine hour, right before we had this nine hour all night long Juvia, (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, I mean just, Oh my God, oh, you know, the lightning and the, the rain and Oh my God before we, you know, right. So this, this impacted us. And then like within an hour, boom, these intense, this intense storm, I don't know if it's connected, but it's weird timing. But anyway, the CME did hit earth's magnetic field on the 13th of March as predicted. And it did spark a moderately strong G two class geomagnetic storm, which is gorgeous guys. If you want to check this out, it looks like an angel in the sky. looks like angel wings and is purple and yellow and white and emerald green. And you can see it through the bright moon. I cannot believe how bright the moon is lately. By the way, the sun is fucking bright as hell and it's reflecting. The moon is reflecting back. It was white. It looked like freaking magnesium. when I I saw the moon in the sky. It's almost full. And it's going this week that we're going to have a Virgo full moon. So happy about that. It's going to be a stabilizing force for all of us. So anyway, this is the best Northern Lights show for years okay in Iceland guys. So I just wanted to let you know, it's the best auroric display that they've seen in seven years. And that's what happened yesterday. This energy, I'm telling you the energy is weird. Sunspot number 82 is the one we're on. The neutron counts are elevated, but not even at a high level. We're only 4% of the space age average. That's weird. It's gone down in the past 48 hours by 3%. Wow. The whole time I've been doing this for four years, it's never been that low. No significant coronal holes on the Earth's side of the sun right now, so we don't have any more solar flares coming for a few days. There were only four fireballs that were sporadic, reported by the All-Sky Fireball Network and NASA's All-Sky Cameras. So now we're going to go to uh, DisclosureNews.it and see about the Schumann Resonance News, followed by HeartMath. So i got to pause this because I only have five minutes left. Hold on. Oh, actually I did. And it, 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 usually, it makes me do a captcha. Um, anyway, seven, that's it. So below a little bit below normal followed by a blackout. Of course, we just talked about that CME hitting us. And it was also an interplanetary shockwave yesterday as well. So th- I don't know if the shock wave is what caused this crazy storm or if it was a CME or what, but it was nuts. All right. So here we go on March 12th. Okay. My funky day. <laughs> Let's see what happened on that day. Uh, according to heartmath.org, this is a HeartMath Institute. Uh, they have a GCMS magnetometer that discusses the Schumann resonances power in six different cities around the world. So in California, they were at 40 Hertz frequency. Hope of Saudi Arabia was still at zero Hertz frequency. Alberta, Canada was elevated at 137 Hertz frequency. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Lithuania. I'm God. Lithuania was at 137. Alberta. Canada was at 67 Hertz frequency. Uh, Northland New Zealand was at 55 Hertz frequency, which is also an angel number. So keep it in mind. If you keep hearing 55, it might be a message for you from your higher guidance. And last but not least, Hulu, Louis, South Africa was at 230 Hertz frequency. So we have elevated, uh, you know, 7.83 is normal. So anything above that is significant. And so here we have five out of the six at a very statistically significant level. So there we go. Um, Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Things are strange right now. I can't believe that the cosmic radiation is like so very, very low. And yet we're not in a solar wind stream. It doesn't make any sense to me. But there you have it. all right, we're we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to read the latest installment in the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ by Levi, Dowling right after this. guys before we get into the book tonight I wanted to add one weird little detail about this uh, encounter this crazy encounter with this guy that I had earlier um, today and on his shirt he had um, the Gemini symbol like 20 times on a shirt all the way up and down his sleeve and then where, and then right above his heart and my twin flame is a Gemini <laughs> and I just realized that detail during the break, the long break I took. Oh wow. Like that very well could have been just the message. And he asked me if he would, if we could go on a date, he says, I'm a millionaire. I don't need your money. I want to go on a date with you. And then he wouldn't stop low talking and jibber jabbering the whole time. I'm like no. his shirt was dirty. I'm a Virgo. I don't care if you're a fucking billionaire. There's no, way I'm going to go out with someone with a dirty shirt. <laughs> Virgo. Oh, like I told my friend, LaRon, yeah, my psychopathic ass, my Virgo ass. There's no way I'm going to go out with somebody with a dirty shirt. <laughs> so if, if Elon Musk came at me with a dirty shirt, I'd be like, hell no. <laughs> uh, you know what? Why don't you spend some of your billions washing that shirt, dude, <laughs> or buying a new one. Uh, it's just like, there's just some things, you know, sorry, I got principles. Your shirt's dirty. Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Okay. Not really. Not even a little bit kidding about that, but <laughs> I, I, but he had Gemini all over. He had Gemini's all over his shirt. And I'm like, are you, I'm, I'm like, well, look at your shirt. Are you a Gemini? And he says, no, my birthday's Friday. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, happy birthday then. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, Friday. I'm like, so you're Pisces. He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay then. (laughs) Oh my God. Just too much insanity. The past several days have been weird and I've been counseling my friends. Um, they're going through twin flame stuff and I'm going through my own twin flame stuff. So I, we must all three be in the same group of twin flame awakenings. Like we're all getting ready to meet our twins or in the process of trying to work it out with our twins right now. <laughs> it's like so crazy. Anyway, I had to just bring that Gemini thing up. Cause I thought that was really trippy. Like he had a long sleeve shirt and the symbol of two men naked and backwards with each other, like it's like a Gemini symbol. And there's, I don't know if it's a normal brand around the world or if it's only an Ecuadorian brand. I'm not sure, but it's the Gemini brand. And it was like, oh my god, like 20 of them on a shirt. And I was like, it took me all day, like it took took me 12 hours to realize, oh shit. And then there was one right above the heart, which is like, oh. My Gemini is always in my heart. So yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, t- stuff is trippy. All right. Let's get into the book. We left off at chapter 131. This is the Aquarian gospel of Jesus, the Christ. Um, he said in this book often that he is not God. He is not the son of God. He is, but a man. He is the son of man. But basically, you know, when you start talking to God and God starts talking back, eventually your voices fuse together. And when he says, I and my father are one and he channels God the way I channel God for you guys, you know, that's all he means by that. It's the same thing. You could channel God. And even Jesus said you could do all this and more, which is why I did it. And guess what? He told the truth. (laughs) I took all of his advice from the Bible and this is where I'm at. I'm also channeling the voice of God. So as we go along this book, um, sometimes there'll be parts that I feel were eh, a little bit of an overactive imagination coming out of a religious uh, mind that was, maybe a bit too zealous. And if I feel like a little uh, kind of ping in my uh, third chakra, then I will know this came from their ego and not from the actual Akashic records of Yeshua or Jesus himself. But this is a 98% uh, accurate book according to prime creator. So this is practically exactly what happened in the Akashic Records of Yeshua, or Jesus. What's going on, Knowledge? What you doing, girl? Hey, meowers? I love you. Okay. Are you okay? What you think you're doing? She's like, oh, I'm rearranging your furniture and scratching shit up. All right. Very good. (laughs) She's scratching the hell out of my suitcase for like days now. I don't know why she hates it so much. Are you sharpening your claws so you could take me down in my sleep? Okay, good. That was a no. <laughs> all right. Well, sometimes I just got to check cause she gets kind of psycho at night. She attacks me. Oh my God. Scratches up and down my arm from her. <laughs> anyway. All right, here we go. Um, we left off at chapter 131. And again, this is the Akashic records, which is the Actual records of Jesus's life. So, you know, and like I said, if something doesn't feel right and I feel like a little, ooh, kind of energy in my uh, third chakra, like a kind of a twinge of, eh, that doesn't sound true, I will stop and ask Prime Creator because I want you guys to have 100% accuracy here because I want 100% accuracy. To me, the truth is important in this one. Right, anyway, chapter 131. Jesus and Peter pay the half shekel tax. The disciples contend for the supremacy. Jesus rebukes them. <laughs> oh my God. Teaches them many practical lessons. The parable of the good shepherd. So that's what you can expect in this chapter. As Jesus and the 12 were resting in the house, the tax collector came to Peter saying, man, do Jesus and yourself pay this half shekel tax? Okay. He probably didn't say it like that, but it does say man. (laughs) And Peter said, we pay whatever is assessed. And Jesus said, from whom do publicans collect this special tax from strangers or from native sons. And Peter said, the strangers only are supposed to pay this tax. Then Jesus said, we are all native sons (laughs) and we are free, but lest we cause contention, we will pay the tax, but neither had the shekel wherewithal to pay. Dude, Jesus did not have a half shekel. He couldn't pull it out of the damn ether just to make this guy go away. Like neither had the shekel wherewithal to pay. Oh my God. And Jesus said, go to the sea, (laughs) cast in a hook and catch a fish. And you will find within its parts, a shekel, which take up and pay the tax for you and me. And Peter did, as Jesus said, he found the shekel and he paid the tax. What the, like, you can pull out all the ether. You had to put it inside of a fish and have someone go fishing for it. Literally fishing for the money. What kind of games was he playing (laughs) I mean how did he know that there was a a half a shekel or a whole shekel inside this fit how do you know that this is really weird now Jesus heard the 12 dispute among themselves the spirit of the carnal self was moving in their hearts and they were questioning among themselves who was the greatest in the sight of God God and man And Jesus said, you men, for shame, the greatest is the servant of the rest. And then he called to him a little child. He took it in his arms and said, the greatest is the little child. And if you would be great at all, you must become as this child in innocence, in truth, in purity, in life. Great men scorn not the little things of earth. He who regards and honors such a child regards and honors me. And he who scorns a child scorns me. If you would enter through the kingdom gate, you must be humble as this little child. Hear me, you men, this child as every other child has one to plead its cause before the throne of God. You scorn it at your peril, men, for lo, I say, its counterpart beholds the face of God at every moment, every day. And hear me once again, he who shall cause a little one to stumble and to fall is marked accursed and it would better far if he had drowned himself. What is he on about? Just, you know, for a quick second, no one is thinking about hurting the kid. No one mentioned a damn thing about that. No one is hurting this little child. Why would he even say that? like why is that in it i mean was jesus autistic i mean why would he even say something like that and then why would he talk about someone drowning themselves he sounds kind of crazy to me i mean i know i sound crazy to you guys probably sometimes and when you get deeply spiritual into the spiritual shit, i mean you see things in a really crazy way where you say your stuff that's profound, but for you is normal. You sound like a mad person. I know it's true, (laughs) but what if you cause a kid to stumble, you're going to be marked and cursed. And it's better if you just drown yourself than hurt a kid. Well, I mean, sure. I I love kids enough to say that's true, but that's like going dark. I mean, that took a turn quick. And hear me once again. He who shall cause a little one to stumble and to fall is marked accursed and it would be better far if he had drowned himself. Like seriously, Jesus, you went dark quick there. He must be a Virgo. (laughs) What the hell? Psychopathic Virgo, dude. What is up with that? Seriously, he had a Virgo moon or Virgo rising or some shit in his chart. Now I wish I could see his chart. This, This is so weird. Oh my God. Okay. Behold offenses everywhere. Men find occasions for to sin and fall and they grow strong by rising when they fall. But woe to him who causes other men to stumble and fall. Be on your guard, you men of God, lest you constrain another man to fall. Beware lest you fall into sinful ways yourselves. now, if you're i mean, okay, was he what he means causing another man to fall? Does he mean in general, in society, in morality, or just you know, tying his shoes together and tripping him <laughs> What is he talking about? Be on your guard, you men of God, lest you constrain another man to fall. Beware, lest you fall into sinful ways yourselves. And was he only talking about sin this whole time? He's not being very plain, but we will move on. Now, if your hands cause you to sin, you better cut them off. See, this gets dark really fast. That's just so dark. Like, seriously, why is he so Insanely dark. That is crazy. More, but that's insanity talk. How did these people follow him? Why? I mean, is just like shock therapy? <laughs> he's just shocking people into believing this stuff he's saying. It's just really dark. so I mean, Virgo's. There's more serial killers that are Virgos than any other sign of the Zodiac. And then he talks like this. And I just, I know he's not as okay. Not, not saying that Jesus was a serial killer, <laughs> but I mean, this is crazy. Like he really said that God is saying, yes, he did muscle testing. says yes, he said that. Wow. He just went so dark so fast. Now, if your hands cause you to sin, you better cut them off for it is far better to have no hands and not be guilty in the sight of God and man than to be perfect in your form and lose your soul. And if your feet should cause offense, you better cut them off for it is far better to enter into life without your feet than to fall beneath a curse. And if your eyes or ears cause you to sin, you better lose them all than lose your soul. Your thoughts and words and deeds will all be tried by fire. It's just dark. It's just dark. It's crazy. All right. But I mean, obviously maybe he's kind of getting at the fact that your body parts cannot make you sin. It's only your mind, so It's crazy though. <clears throat> Your thoughts and words and deeds will all be tried by fire. Remember that you are the salt of the earth, but if you lose the virtues of the salt, you are but refuse in the sight of God. Retain the virtues of the salt of life and be at peace among yourselves. The world is full of men who have not in themselves the salt of life and they are lost. I come to seek and save the lost. How think you. If a shepherd has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, he will not leave the 90 and the nine or no, he will apparently. Will he not leave the 90 and the nine and go out in the desert ways and mountain tops to seek the one that went astray? Yes, this, you know, and if he finds the one that went astray, Lo, he is glad and he rejoices over it far more than over all the ninety and nine that did not go astray. And so there is rejoicing in the courts of heaven when one of human birth, who has gone forth into the ways of sin, is found and brought back to the fold. (coughs) Yea, there is joy, more joy than over all the righteous men who never went astray. And John said, Master, who may seek and save the lost? and who may heal the sick and cast the demons out of those obsessed. When we were on the way, we saw a man who was not one of us cast demons out and heal the sick. He did it by the sacred word and in the name of Christ. But We forbade him for he did not walk with us. And Jesus said, you sons of men, do you imagine that you own the powers of God? And do you think that all the world must wait for you to do the works of God? God is not man that he should have a special care for any man and give him special gifts. Forbid not any man to do the works of God. There is no man who can pronounce the sacred word and in the name of Christ restore the sick and cast the unclean spirits out who is not child of God. The man of whom you speak is one with us. Whoever gathers in the grain of heaven is one with us. Whoever gives a cup of water in the name of Christ is one with us. So God shall judge. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. You could go out and do whatever Jesus did. As long as you do it in the name of God and the name of Christ energy, you're fine. So that's why obviously he's not a serial killer. I was totally kidding about that. I mean, archangel death. I'm always morbidly joke about shit, but very weird he did get he goes so dark I I think he's just doing this shock and awe things so people will get the lesson you know because they were not used to these kinds of uh, conversations you know at that time I mean how could you be he was such a unique person you know no one could have been you know interested in I mean not interested and nobody could have been talking like that at that time he's gotta have been the most unique person anyone's ever met at that point because he is so far up in consciousness but yeah okay chapter 132 Jesus defends a man who has been convicted of stealing bread the verdict is reversed the man goes free and the people supply the needs of his starving family Oh, that's so sweet <clears throat> I was having to steal bread in a past life. I was just thinking about it when I lived in London when I, and I was a teenager. Um, it was when they first got the gas lights across the river to <clears throat> we were thinking, God, they're so bright. It hurt our eyes. That, I mean, can you imagine looking at a candle from across the river going, Ooh, it's so bright. It hurts my eyes. Sounds insane, right? I'm thinking we all had better eyes back then. We'd have light pollution. It's crazy to think about it. All right. Let's see. A multitude of people thronged the streets. The officers were on the way to court with one, a man accused of stealing bread. And in a little while, the man was brought before the judge to answer to the charge. And Jesus and the 12 were there. The man showed in his face and hands, the hard lines drawn of toil and want A woman, richly clad, the accuser of the man, stood forth and said, I caught this man myself. I know him well, and for yesterday he came to beg for bread. And when I drove him from my door, he should have known that I would not harbor a man like him. And then today he came and took the bread. He is a thief, and I demand that he be sent to jail." But Jesus standing forth exclaimed, you officers and judge be not in haste to lead this man away. Is this a land of justice and of right? Can you accuse and sentence men to punishment for any crime until they testify themselves? The Roman law will not permit such travesty on right. And I demand that you permit this man to speak. And then the judge recalled the man and said... If I, if you have any tale to tell, tell, say on in tears, the man stood forth and said, I have a wife and little ones and they're perishing for bread. And I have told my story oft and begged for bread, but none would hear this morning when I left our cheerless, but hut in search of work, my children cried for bread. I resolved to feed them or to die. I took the bread and I appealed to God was it a crime this woman snatched the loaf away and threw it to the dogs and called the officers and I am here good people do with me whatever you will but save my wife and little ones from death then Jesus said who is a culprit in this case I charge this woman as a felon in the sight of God I charge this judge as criminal before the bar of human rights. I charge these servants and these officers as party to the crime. I charge the people of Capernaum with cruelty and theft because they heeded not the cries of poverty and want. And they have withheld from helpless ones that which is theirs by every law of right. And I appeal unto these people here and ask, are not the charges based on righteousness and truth? And every man said, yes. The accusing woman blushed for shame. The judge shrank back in fear. The officers threw off the shackles from the man and ran away. Jesus said, give this man what he needs and let him go and feed his wife and little, his little ones. The people gave abundantly. The man went on his way. And Jesus said, there's no standard law to judge of crime. The facts must all be stated over a judgment can be rendered in a case. You men with hearts go forth and stand where stood this man and answer me. What would you do? And the thief thinks every other man is a thief and judges him accordingly. The man who judges harshly is the man whose heart is full of crime. The courtesan who keeps her wickedness concealed by what she calls respectability has not a word of pity for the honest courtesan who claims to be just what she is. I tell you, men, if you wouldn't censor not till you are free from sin, the world would soon forget the meaning of the word accused. That's pretty cool, actually. Chapter 133. That I realize may possibly be a uh, an angel number for you guys, one three three or thirty three. So just keep it in mind if you are listening to the show for angel numbers too. <laughs> a lot of you do that, and they're, oh, I've been listening, and I heard that heard that number you said, and I've been hearing that number everywhere. So hey, so that's why we keep up with that. Okay. The 12 go to the feast in Jerusalem, but Jesus remains in Capernaum. He selects 70 disciples and sends them out to teach and heal. He goes alone to the feast and on his way, he heals 10 lepers. He teaches in the temple. All right, just really quick. So he taught... 70 people plus his disciples. That's like 82 people plus himself. 83 people know the secret word of God that helps everybody heal. And how the hell did that not get passed on so that we all have that word with us as a household name? And why do diseases exist in the world today? If Christianity is the fastest growing religion, How did that one extremely important part of it go to the wayside? We're on chapter 133 and we have yet to hear this special word. So I'm like really kind of weirded out by that. Are you, is that guys, is that concerning you too? Like how is, I mean, that was like one of the most important possible things to know about this guy. I mean, you know, that he brought this to the world. And taught all these people how to use this word to heal and teach. And and yet we don't have that word today. You know, I keep like guessing every day. God, is it this? God, is it that? I mean, I've been really thinking about it. Because if I, like this guy that sat down next to me today. I mean, I did like a little bit of a healing on him. But. I didn't know what he really needed, you know? And I didn't know if he was on drugs, if he was just, you know, ADHD. Is he a little bit, you know, touched in the head? I don't know. Is he on the equivalent of social security disability? So he said he's a millionaire, you know? Is that why he said that? You know, he said, I don't have to work. I'm a millionaire. But he wouldn't stop talking, and he had a very low voice. I couldn't barely hear him. It was such a weird moment. But now I wonder, like, is that what he meant? He's like on the equivalent of social security. You know, I've been praying for him. So if you guys want to pray for him, um, Sandoval's his name, but yeah, this is like, this all is so odd. It's just odd. Anyway, how, how is it that we don't have that If I had that word today, boom, I would have cured this guy in two seconds. Name of Jesus. Boom. Whatever the word is. All right. Uh, he goes alone to the feast, and on his way, he heals ten lepers. He teaches in the temple. Okay, I already said that part. So, um, so that's what we can expect in this chapter one thirty three. So here we go. The harvest feast drew near. The twelve went to Jerusalem, but Jesus did not go with them. He tarried in Capernaum. Among the multitudes that followed him were many <clears throat> who went not up to the feast. They were not Jews. And Jesus called threescore and ten of these disciples unto him and said, The kingdom of the Christ is not for Jews alone. It is for every man. Lo, I have chosen twelve to preach the gospel, first unto the Jews, and they are Jews. Twelve is the number of the Jew, and seven the number of the all, including every man. God is the ten, the holy Yod, but it's spelled J-O-D. I think it's pronounced Yod. Jod, 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 Yod, Hei, Wahi. Hey. That wouldn't be Jod. I don't. I, anyway, it just says J O D. So if you are Jewish, you probably know how to pronounce this more than me. I always called it Yod, but I always kind of spelled it with a, with a Y. As in Yod, Hei, Wahi. Hey, which is supposedly the name of God. So. Hmm. All right, I'm just going to throw that out there. <clears throat> Ray, you might know this one. So, you know, J O D is at Yod. I'm not sure. Anyway, <clears throat> oh gosh, I could ask my friend Cheryl. Yeah, all right, she would know. Okay, when God and man are multiplied, we have three score and ten, the number of the brotherhood of man. And now I send you forth by twos and twos, not to the Jews alone, but unto every nation under heaven, to Greek and to Assyrian, to the Samaritan, to those beyond the seas, to every man. You need not go afar, for men of every land are here and in Samaria. Arise and go your way, but go in faith, and take no gold nor silver in your purse, no extra coat or shoes. Go in the sacred name, trust God, and you will never come to want. And let this be your salutation everywhere. Peace be to all goodwill to all. And if the son of peace be in the house, the door will open wide and you will enter in. And then the holy peace will rest upon that house. The 70 in twos went forth. They went into Samaria and as they went, they said, peace be to all goodwill to all. Repent and turn from sin and set your house in order for a son of man who bears the image of the Christ will come and you may see his face. Okay. Hold on. So far, I'd like to ask prime creator have, has there been anything wrong? Has there been anything false? No, no muscle testing says no is a hundred percent so far. Okay. Just one. It, it felt like that we may be getting into that zealous territory that I talked about. But so far, everything is 100% accurate. So that's really cool. All right, here we go. Repent and turn from sin and set your house in order for a son of man who bears the image of the Christ will come and you may see his face. They entered every village of Samaria. They preached in Tyre and in Sidon by the sea. Some went to Crete. Others went into Greece. Others went to Gilead and taught. And Jesus all alone went to the feast by the Samaria way. And as he went through Sychar on the way, the lepers saw him and a company of 10 called from afar and said, Lord Jesus, stay and speak the word for us that we may be made clean. And Jesus said, go forth and show yourselves unto the priests. And they went. And as they went, their leprosy was healed. One of the 10, a native of Samaria, return to thank the master and to praise the Lord. And Jesus said to him, lo, 10 were cleansed. What, where are the nine arise and go your way. Your faith has made you whole. You have revealed your heart and shown that you are worthy of the power. Behold, the nine will find again their leprous hands and feet. Wow. That, you know, Okay, just to stop for a minute. That reminds me when we were reading the life and teaching of the masters of the far East books, one, two, and three there was someone mentioning it might've been Jesus, but somebody in that book, the masters were saying we will heal these people. And then we'll come back a month later. And they were still unhealed because they weren't ready to receive that healing forever or they believe they deserve the condition in the first place, or, you know, maybe there's other reasons like their faith was wavering and not so strong. So that is very interesting. Isn't it? That's a very interesting, uh, take on that. He was a hundred percent, right? So you've got to stay in your unwavering faith that you are made whole again in every situation. All right. And Jesus went his way, and while the feast was on, he came into Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. And he rebuked the scribes and Pharisees, the priests and doctors of the law, for their hypocrisy and selfishness. The common people were amazed. They said, From whence has come the wisdom of this man? He speaks as speaks a sage. And Jesus said, I did not learn the wisdom of the Holy One within the schools of men. My teaching is not mine. I speak the words of him who sent me here to do his will. If any man would know whereof I speak, lo, he must do the will of God. No man can know except he enters into life and does the will of God. Now Moses gave the law, but none of you have kept the law. How can you judge the worthiness of any man? Once in the courts, I healed a man on a Sabbath day upon a Sabbath day. And in a rage, you sought to take my life. And now, because I tell the truth, you seek again to take my life. A scribe spoke out and said, you foolish man, you are obsessed. Who wants to take your life? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if this guy's gaslighting Jesus or if Jesus is just, crazy and robust in his things he's very dark it's something I never noticed that much about him before he said some pretty dark stuff man you are obsessed you foolish man who wants to take your life (laughs) it's almost like he's putting the idea in people's heads it's very odd the common people said, Is this not Jesus whom the rulers long have sought to kill? And now he comes and teaches in the temple courts? If he is guilty of such monstrous crimes, why do not they do not take him away in chains? Jesus said, You all know me and know from whence I came, but you know not the God who sent me here, whose words I speak. The multitudes again stood forth in his defense. They said, If this is not the Christ whom God has promised to reveal to men. He will do greater works when he shall come than does this man. Or will he do greater works when he shall come than does this man? The Pharisees and ruling priests were angered and they sent their officers to take him. Ever he went away. The officers were filled with fear. They seized him not. Jesus said, "Lo, I am here for but a little time, and then I will go my way to him who sent me here to do his will. You seek me now and you can find me now. The time will come when you will seek and will not find, for where I go you cannot come." The people said, "Where will he go that men cannot find him? Can find him not. Will he go forth to Greece and teach the Greeks or Will he go to Egypt or Syria to teach? But Jesus answered, not. Unnoticed <laughs> by the multitudes, he left the temple courts and went his way. Yeah, I mean, like, why would he answer? Oh, right, you can't find me, so I'm going to go. Oh, sure, no, I'll just be in Egypt. I mean, of course, he's not going to admit where he's going. Now, according to legend, he actually went to France, but it's kind of crazy, right? He never mentioned it. All right, uh, chapter 134. Jesus teaches in the temple. His words enrage the rulers. Nicodemus defends him. He spends the night in prayer on Mount Olives. Next day, he again teaches in the temple. An adulteress is brought before him for judgment. Now, on the last day of the feast, when multitudes were in the courtways, Jesus said, Whoever is athirst may come to me and drink. He who believes in me and in the Christ whom God has sent may drink the cup of life and from his inner parts shall streams of living waters flow. The holy breath will overshadow him and he will breathe the breath and speak the words and live the life. The people were divided in their views concerning him. Some said this man is prophet of the living God and others said he is Messiah whom our prophets said would come. Others said he cannot be the Christ for he came down from Galilee and the Christ must come from Bethlehem where David lived. Again, the priests and Pharisees sent officers to bring him into court to answer for his life. But when the officers returned and brought him, not the rulers were enraged and said, why did you not arrest this man and hail him into court? The officers replied, We never heard a man speak like this man speaks. Enraged, the Pharisees stood forth and said, Have you gone mad? Have you been led astray? Are you disciples of this man? Have any of the rulers or the Pharisees believed on him? The common people? Yes, they may believe they are accursed. They know not anything. But Nicodemus came before the rulers and he said, Can Jewish judges judge a man? and send him until they hear his plea. Let Jesus stand before this bar and testify himself. The rulers said, this Jesus is a wily man. And if we suffer him to speak, we, he will rebuke us face to face. And then the multitudes will laugh and stand in his defense. And then, you know, as well as we, that prophets do not come from Galilee. The rulers felt the force of what the officers and Nicodemus said, and they said nothing more. And then the people went their way each to his own home. But Jesus went into unto Mount Olives where he spent the night in prayer. But in the morning when the sun had scarcely risen, Jesus came again. And many people came to see him in the temple courts. And he sat down and taught the multitudes. The Pharisees and scribes were still alert to find a cause whereby they might condemn him by the words he spoke. The officers had taken in the very act of crime a courtesan, and Jesus taught. They brought, and as Jesus taught, they brought this woman in and set her in the midst and said, "Rabbi, this vile woman has been taken into." I'm sorry, has been taken in adultery. The law of Moses says that such as she shall die, be stoned to death. What do you say should be her punishment? Jesus stopped and made a figure on the ground and in it placed the number of a soul. Then he sat in silent thought. When the priest demanded that he speak, he said, let him who has no sin stand forth and be the first to cast a stone at her. Then he closed his eyes and not a word was said when he arose and saw the woman all alone. He said, where are the men who brought you here? They who accused the woman said, they are all gone. No one was here who could condemn. And Jesus said, I condemn you not go on your way in peace and sin no more. Hey, Do you like that part? I condemn you not. Did you guys hear her meow? Hey, Knowledge. Hey. Now she's just cleaning herself. She didn't want to be a participant in the show. (laughs) It was just an accident that it happened. All right. I like that he's like always sticking up for the, you know, for people that um, don't fit into society shit maybe he's an Aquarius <laughs> Aquarians never fit into society my mom was like so far out of society it was funny but she's also a very sweet person yeah you want to talk about that what's up see she keeps do you guys hear her she keeps meowing and then I turn my head and she's like licking her paws like nothing happened are you okay knowledge what's up do you like the story about Jesus you're liking the Aquarian gospel aren't you she's like looking around all spooked it's so funny oh my god so I do like that he stands up for people and he does point out what's fair in society and what's not fair in society he gets a little over you know like creative with his metaphors what do you think what do you think do you think Jesus was over creative or just plain creative what do you think knowledge She's really putting her opinion in. Whenever I say something that goes against the religion, are you Christian? Oh my God! The moment you realize your cat's Christian, are do you like Jesus? Are you a Christian? Huh? What do you think? Are you Catholic? I didn't raise you to be Catholic, girl. She's looking around now. It's so—it's so weird. The moment you realize, oh, maybe your cat's Christian. Are you a Muslim? Are you Jewish? She didn't say nothing. Okay. <laughs> that would be really strange. Do cats have religion? Maybe they have a religion we've never heard of. All right. Let's see. All right. We're at chapter 135. Jesus teaches in the temple. He reveals some of the deeper meanings of the Christine ministry. The rulers are greatly enraged and attempt to stone him, but he disappears. Like what is up with these rulers too? Speaking of psychopaths, I mean, maybe he's just matching them for en- energy for energy. And he was never really angry. I mean, I have heard of masters doing that where they pretend to be angry. They pretend to be a little nuts because they want the people uh, to be. Yes, darling. I'm right here, girl. They want the people to be like, um, Aware of what they're saying, and so they kind of stress themselves out a little bit or stress like themselves, like as if they're angry. Um, I did read an or no, actually, I didn't read an account of this. Somebody told me this, I think. Yeah, I love you too. Come here, girl. I love you too. Do you love the people? Do you want to see you loved everyone? Yeah, come tell everyone you love them. I know, right. do you love Jesus, too? He was a really good person. Did you know him? Hey, did you know Yeshua? Hey, what do you think? Do you remember me? Were you there in that life? Were you my cat? That would be weird. Do would you remember these days? That would be really, really trippy if my cat was my cat in a past life. That's something I've never considered but I guess it's totally possible. All right. That's a whole nother crazy thought, but wow. All right. (laughs) So the feast was done and Jesus, Peter, James, and John were sitting in the temple treasury. The nine had gone back to Capernaum. The people thronged the temple courts. And Jesus said, I am the lamp. Christ is the oil of life. The Holy breath, the fire, behold the light and he who follows me shall not walk in the dark but he shall have the light of life a lawyer said you witness for yourself your witness is not true oh she does not like that what do you think you don't like that at all when you witness for yourself your witness is not true what do you think about that she's really upset what what what's out there I've never heard her act like this. But she's looking outside. I don't know what she sees. What is it? Girl, what's up there? Do you want to go eat the pigeons? They're sleeping right now. I guess it's the best time to catch them, right? What do you want to do? What's going on? Knowledge. You're interrupting the show. Girl, what's up? I think she just wants to go hunting (laughs) might be what it is. That's so funny. Her timing, right? (laughs) She's kind of argumentative and wants to put her two sets in. I think she likes this show. (laughs) She likes when I'm reading from this book. All right. um, So the lawyer is trying to say, if you witness for yourself, it's not a true witness. And Jesus said, If I do witness for myself, I speak that which is true, for I know whence I came and where I go. And no one in flesh can testify for me, for none know whence I came or nor where I go. My works bear witness to the truth I speak. As man, I could not speak the words I speak, they are the words of holy breath, and my Father testifies for me. The lawyer said, Where does your Father live? And Jesus said, you know me not or you would know my father. And if you knew the father, you would know the son because the father and the son are one. I go my way and you shall not, you shall find me not for where I go. You cannot come because you do not know the way you cannot find the way because your hearts are gross. (laughs) Gross. You so gross. What? What? You cannot find the way because your hearts are gross. Your ears are dull. Your eyes are closed. Gross. So gross. <laughs> it's so weird. Why we you say your hearts are gross? Does that mean something different back in that day? No, God say no. It just means... They have gross hearts. I think what he means by it is like the energy is gross. They're just, yeah, they're gross. And I agree with him totally, but it's such a funny way of putting it. I like it. Your heart is gross. (laughs) Ooh, you cannot find the way because your hearts are gross. Your ears are dull. Your eyes are closed. The light of life cannot shine through the murky veil that you've drawn about your hearts. You do not know the Christ. And if the Christ be not within the heart, there is no light. I come to manifest the Christ to men and you receive me not. And you will dwell in darkness and in the shadow of the grave till you speak till you believe the words I speak. But you will vilify the sons of man and lift him up and laugh to see him die. But then a little light will come and you will know that I am what I am the people did not comprehend the meaning of the words he spoke and then he spoke unto the people who believed in him and said if you abide in Christ and Christ abide in you and if you keep my words within your heart you are the way you are disciples in the way you shall know what is the truth and the truth shall make you free and Still, the people did not understand. They said, we are the seed of Abraham and already free. We never were the slaves of any man. Why do you say we shall be free? And Jesus said, do you not know that everyone committing sin is slave of sin, abides in bondage unto sin? And if you sin not, then you are free. But if you sin in thought, word, or deed, then you are slaves, but not, but truth can set you free. If you are free through Christ, then you are free indeed. You are the seed of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me. You are the seed of Abraham, and yet you seek to kill me. Just because I speak the truth of Abraham. You are the children of the flesh of Abraham, but lo, I say, there is a spiritual Abraham whom you know not in spirit. You are children of your father and your father is Diabolus, Di- Diabolus, D I A B O L U S like diabolical is what it means. And you hang upon his words and do his will. He was a murderer. Oh, maybe this is an actual person in spirit you are children of your father maybe he's speaking to someone directly and he's new about their actual father i think that's what it is in spirit you are children of your father and your father is diabolus. you hang upon his words and do his will he was a murderer from the first he cannot tell the truth and when he tells a lie he speaks his own He is himself a lie. He is the father of himself. If you were children of my father, God, then you could hear the words of God. I speak the words of God, but you can hear them not. A Pharisee stood forth and said, this fellow is not one of us. He is a cursed Samaritan and is obsessed. But Jesus, heeded not the words of Pharisee or scribe. He knew that all the people knew he was a Jew. And then he said, whoever keeps my words shall never die. A lawyer said, and now we know he is obsessed. Our father Abraham is dead. The prophets are all dead. And yet this follow, fellow says, whoever keeps my words shall never die. Is this man greater than our father Abraham? Is he above the prophets and all of them are dead? And Jesus said, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The lawyer said, you simple man, you are not 50 years of age. Have you seen Abraham? And Jesus said, before the days of Abraham, I am this sounds like Sam I am <laughs> green eggs and ham oh my god say that five times fast before the days of Abraham I am <laughs> Abraham I am very interesting though so alright let's get back to the point though he was living before Abraham again the scribes and Pharisees were in a rage they took up stones to cast at him like but like a phantom of the night he disappeared and people knew not where he went All right. The cat is getting crazy. I don't know what's going on. We're going to come back next week with chapter 136. I know, honey. I see you. I hear you. Do you want to talk to the people? Hey, knowledge, what's happening? You want me to take you outside so you could go eat a mouse, right? What are you doing? All right, well, <laughs> I think we're going to be done here. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak Podcast. We will be back on Monday with Chapter 136 in this book. I thought the book was going to be done by now. Wow, we're already on like 21 episodes on this book. But, um... It's very interesting, I think. I like hearing about Jesus' stories. Let me ask really quick. Prime Creator, did anybody... did Was there anything wrong in this? No, today was 100% right. Everything that I read was right. He did talk some strong words, though, right? Man, he was a very interesting man. I love Jesus. I mean, I was there in those days. I was probably like a little girl living in a neighbor house or something. I don't think I was actually related to him, but although I think people like call us like cousins or something, but he used to call me little sister, but I know I wasn't his sister and muscle testing says no. Was I actually related to him? No, I guess technically, you know, people just call each other cousins or whatever the equivalent of that word would have been back then. You know, like when I moved to Detroit, um, someone came to me and said, you know, we live on the same block. That means, you know, we're cousins. I'm like, yeah, we're definitely cousins. Don't even worry about it. I got your back. I'll watch your kids if you need me. If you ever have an emergency, if you need anything from me. I see your kids in the street and I see them in trouble. I will I will be there in a heartbeat. You know, we're cousins. It's all good. I live here, I'm living in the hood, I'm we're cousins. Everything's fine. You know, and they were like, Wow, you totally get us. I'm like, Yeah, I do, I get it. I I just feel like I would want someone else to watch my kids if something happened to them that they would be there for them, and I will do the same for all your kids. I'll watch out for you guys because you know, hey, we're all family, you know it's like the human family, and I'm not going to have a problem with that, And they were like, "Oh, it's so cool to have you in the neighborhood." I'm like, "Oh, I love being here. Loved all my neighbors over there for sure, anyway, um yeah, so it's all very interesting. Can you imagine paying a tax of half a shekel? I mean, what would that be the equivalent of like half a penny, like a hay penny for a tax? My God. Inflation is a bitch. <laughs> it's been over 2000 years. That's crazy. I wonder how much it would be now. Anyway, that's it for now, guys. I will be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. And if you find it in your heart and you like this episode or anything I've ever said is um, ringing true or touches your heart or does something stirs something within starts a spiritual awakening or whatever. Um, I would be, um, grateful for any, um, monetary, uh, you know, recompense for that. If you want to give me a little bit of a um, donation, you can Zell me or PayPal me mermaid girl, 888 at gmail.com or you can, uh, do the 99 cents or the $4 99 cents per month or the $9 and 99 cents Or yeah, so it's like around 10 bucks per month. Um, every little bit helps. Like I said, it keeps my cat knowledge Raven spell in the good kitty litter. (laughs) Keeps her in the good uh, food. I just bought her a bag of food today that will last us the rest of the month. It was $8 and 99 cents. Um, her cat litter is, um, around the same price. So I mean, it's about 35 bucks or 36 bucks a, a month to take care of the cat. So, you know, it, every little bit for me helps, helps her, helps us both. Anyway. So thank you for those of you who have donated by the way. So, uh, anyway, like subscribe, tell your friends, um, you know, if you want to advertise it in your stories on, you know, the show on, your, you know, put, I don't know, a little blurb about it on your, uh, Instagram or your social medias. I'd really, really appreciate it. But you know, only if I've done something good for you and, and you really like the show. Anyway, I love each and every one of you uh, very, very much unconditionally forever. And that's it. If I could, I would hug every single one of you right now, but alas, we're running out of time. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, that's it for now. I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Guys, I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak the podcast for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast well i have two solutions for this question number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the anchor app locate my channel and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly and you can stop anytime. or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zell bank to bank or through PayPal using my email mermaid girl 888 at gmail.com also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you.